What is going on, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I am very grateful to have your attention, at least for the next 15 minutes of this episode. Forward Thinking Founders is a podcast where I interview pre-seed and seed stage founders about their products, what they want to build into the world, and why. We dive into how they spend their time, what's their vision, what's the origin of stories, all these things, so you can learn all about what's coming tomorrow. Because these companies haven't hit critical scale yet. Most of them haven't hit product market fit. These are just early stage companies, and the big question is, what can this be? And in this podcast, we bring that out. So with that, I really hope you enjoy your time listening to today's episode. And I've already done 200 plus, so if you like this one, listen to some of the other ones, like with Imadi Kund, Austin Allred, Leah Culver. We have great interviews, so check it out. Enjoy the repository, and for now, let's get into today's episode. Here we go. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to be talking to Paige McFeely, who's the co-founder of Base. Welcome to the show. How's it going? Great. So glad to be here. Yeah, excited to have you on. I'm looking forward to learning more about what you're working on. For people that haven't heard of your company, what are you working on? What is Base? Yes, good question. So we are the first and only purpose-built software for assistance. Over the last couple of years, we've built essentially an operating system for assistants to spend their days doing a job there, making it a little bit more efficient and freeing up a little bit of their time to be the strategic partners that they were hired to be. That's interesting. So it's software not to not for a, like a, an executive to manage an assistant. It's actually specifically for the assistant. That that's uh, that's fascinating. Can you kind of walk me through? how that works, maybe some of the features, what an assistant, an executive assistant could kind of experience if they were to try out the product? Yeah, absolutely. So you think about all of the various functional roles that exist today, many of us have our own software to help us do our jobs. Think about designers, marketers, finance, engineers, there has been sales. There have been these purpose-built software that have been built over the years that are built for a specific use case. And assistants, one of the one of the roles in an organization that has the most um, leverage and the most access within an organization are often left really juggling a bunch of ephemeral bits of information. They've got inputs coming from them from every different angle, and they not only have their own suite of tools that they have to use, but then they're often subject to whatever tools their executive use. And more and more, we're seeing assistants are supporting more than one individual too. So it's tons of context switching, and there's a real cost associated with that, not just in from the perspective of time, but mental capacity and how much we're able to handle. So what BASE does is provides a single source of truth. It's like a grand central station for all of the things exist within an assistance world that can easily be toggled back and forth either between executives or various stakeholders that they need to interface with. They can push all of the information. So the random request from one person over here, the random email from that person over there, they can push it all into BASE parse it out where they need it to go within their workspaces. And then they've got a handful of purpose-built features that help them either send information to the people that they need to get this information to, get answers back from the people that they need to get answers back from, or to house information, whether it's a task for processing or just a little squirreling away of information, like a very important board member's child was born and they need to know the date of it. That's uh, that's awesome. It makes me kind of guess that you uh, you, you know this world very well because these are very these are things that not you know you wouldn't just think of them as you know when you're in business. I'm curious for you, like how did you get the idea for this and kind of what's the origin of the story? 
for bass? Yeah. So it's a good question. I was, um, my background's in sales and advertising. And uh, almost eight years ago, I found myself pregnant with my first child, working at an advertising agency, about to move cross country when I was laid off from my job. Great. Now what am I going to do? And uh, as much as I love working in ad agencies, it's not necessarily conducive to family life. And so I kind of made some stuff up and I started freelancing things that I was good at, lots of operational business business logistics, um, got a handful of clients right away and it kind of exploded from there. And pretty quickly we realized we were onto something there and that there was a distinct need, something a bit more specific than what I started off offering, which is for remote executive assistant support. That didn't really exist before, certainly not in anywhere that I could find. We saw a ton of virtual assistants, a lot of them offshore, a lot of them very reactive. Um, blanket statement, of course, but that's in general what would, what you would see out there, not really any high-level support. And um, so we just started bringing in people. I uh, co-founded that business with a good friend of mine from college who was in a similar life stage, young kids. And we wanted flexibility, but we also, we, we realized there was a really strong, distinct need here. So fast forward a handful of years, our business continued to double or triple in size, there no outbound sales or marketing. It was just word of mouth or clients referring us left and right to the point where we had an eight month wait list and we had to shut it down because we could not find the talent fast enough. So it got us thinking about why is there this massive bottleneck on the talent side? Um, it's a really important role, but it's not necessarily a celebrated role. There's no training for this. People come into this, they often fall into this job from every different walk of life. Um, <clears throat> And then frequently when they get the job, there's not a lot of training or support for them. They just kind of have to figure it out. But because of this vantage point that we had in our first five or so years of the business, we began to see there are these common threads of best practices. And these are team, they were supporting executives. Um, oftentimes one, one person would be supporting executives from multiple different companies. So they would see very, very different support needs, but still see those same best practices ring true in every different situation. And so we were like, wow, everybody's having to come up with this on their own. Everybody's recreating the wheel. So what would happen if we could, if we just had this software that had those best practices baked in the foundation of it, then we could equip these assistants to, to be able to bill more for their time because they're not having a context switch as much as they could. And it would make it a lot easier for us to hire because then we could just say, here, use the software rather than to learn all these things the hard way. We tried for a couple of years to, to find software, cobbling it together to find something to meet our needs and nothing existed. And we couldn't believe it. Uh, it's one of those things that when you start talking to people about it, they're like, what? Nothing like this exists out there. So in 2018, I stepped away from that business. My co-founder is still running it. Decided to do it. We are tired of waiting for somebody else to do it. And we had a really clear picture in our mind of what, what it could look like. Um, and so raised a little bit of seed money and here we are. And is it a type of thing where I have an, an executive assistant or an assistant and I then kind of get, get them access to this software? Or is it actually like the assistant themselves uses this and then when they get a new client, they just onboard like the executive onto it? I guess, can you explain the flow for me? Because I do think it's pretty fascinating. Exactly. So our users are assistants and they are the people that they support receive outputs from base. So an example is I receive a daily digest every afternoon from my assistant, Natalie. 
it has an over it comes in my inbox but she could slack it to me or text it to me or drop it in as a link wherever i wanted her to but for me it works well to have it as an email around three or four o'clock so i'll probably have it when we finish recording this um <clears throat> and it has an overview of what's coming up on my calendar the next day what's going on in my inbox that i need to pay attention to uh a place for me to answer any questions for blockers that she has for me any tasks that she's making sure that i complete so it might be something as simple as did you call your grandmother on her birthday <laughs> or it might be something a little bit more complex like did you send this message to the board or whatever it might be um, things that she's helping to project manage, but things that she's not going to do specifically. And then she keeps me up to date on some of the things that either are on her docket or that she's completed. Not a comprehensive list, but things so that I don't have that thought in the middle of the night of like, oh, I asked to be scheduled with this person and I don't know where it is in progress. I can just see it. So that way, when we have our weekly one-on-ones, we get to talk about how are we progressing on our goals as a team, as an organization? What does winning look like for the coming X period of time, rather than taking through our tasks or having to go through these things that could be done asynchronously? So to circle back to your question, the assistant uses base and they control the outputs that they send to their executive and the executive does not have a login. So that's the number one question we get. Like my, I can't, <clears throat> I can't put another tool on my executive's plate right now, or my executive is not comfortable with technology, so I can't change their workflow. But we didn't do that. Yeah, that's super smart. It's a very, very, uh, um, it's very smart. I, th I think it's really cool. And it kind of kind of leads me like wondering, where do you kind of see it going over time? I mean, as you, as you build this out, what does space look like in five, 10, 15 years, you know, into the future? Yeah, yeah. So the initial, the first phase really is laying this foundation of, putting all of these best practices into the foundation of the software so that we can then say, here's what excellence looks like in the form of software. We can then also begin to ascribe data to it. We can understand from a high level how to quantify that excellence so that we can begin to take steps to actually expand our market. Our mission, our reason for existing is to see everybody receive the professional support that they deserve in their career. So as we think about <clears throat> the last 12 months, let's say, we're finding oh, we don't need a fancy office or a cubicle or any of these things. Like we need help juggling all of the things. And we all know when we're brought into a job, there are all sorts of things that come with that job that you weren't necessarily hired to do. All of the stuff of the job, the logistics, the juggling, the context switching. An assistant can handle that. And it doesn't always have to be this really massive time commitment or investment either. You can just get a little bit of help for a lot of output. And so we want to see that happen on a grander scale. Right now, our C-suites and our top level tiers of leaders are pretty well supported, but what about all of the other knowledge workers? So I, I wonder what could happen to global productivity, really, if we could just support these leaders and these innovators just a little bit more. And we can do that through base because we've got that foundation in place. We can start to train assistants much more effectively and take the folks coming from declining job industries, um, say 10 years, maybe all of our trucks are autonomous. So we're going to have a bunch of truck drivers who need jobs. Some fundamental or some percentage of them probably have the right fundamental building blocks to become assistants. And I believe we can layer on access to training, our technology, our community, our resources, and help them get to a really high level assistant in a fraction of the time. No college degree required, but still like a leadership apprentice apprenticeship. 
And in order to kind of bring that vision to life and make it happy, you'll need some help because it takes a village to make a startup work. So my question for you is how can the forward thinking founders community help? Are you hiring, raising more money, looking for customers or partnerships? How can we assist? Yes. So we are hiring. Any, any brilliant marketing leaders, we're looking to talk to you. Um, we've got, we've got so many, way too many marketing initiatives on our plate right now. And we need some, some more boots on the ground to help us take that, take that over the finish line and really looking for a high level strategic leader there, uh, specifically with um, expertise in product marketing. I think it could be a really great fit for us. And then if you're an assistant or you work with an assistant, we want to talk with you. We're rolling out our next big feature release is um, imagine, if you will, a mix between a Calendly and a Doodle. So the ability to have a custom link or private link for somebody, but you can do it with groups of, with multiple individuals, not just a one-on-one, but then that polling feature so that this group of people that you need to meet with can vote on times and do it in a very, very easy way. And once you receive the votes, calendars, invites go out to everybody. So we're rolling that out and we think it's not only going to be huge for assistance, we know it will be, but also for anybody with a calendar. So if that's something that you're willing to talk with us about, we want to hear from you and get it in your hands because it's rolling out in the next handful of weeks. That sounds like a very, very useful product for sure. I'm, I'm a huge fan of both of those, but the combined functionality would be would be killer. And if someone yeah. wanted to learn more or reach out about that, how, how can they find you online? Do you have a website or a social media account or like an email address that someone could reach out to? We've got all of those things. So our website is basehq.com and you can reach me directly at page, P-A-I-G-E at basehq.com. And you can find us on all the social things. Cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me.